Nothing from Rios, I assume. Nothing. I assume he's jumping up and down in a bounce house somewhere. Whatever he does on Thursday. It's been a long day. I over-caffeinated myself by quite a bit this morning. Uh, So you drank coffee today? I did today. You drank some of that uh, Fritz coffee? No, I went out of the house. I went to Starbucks. Ooh. Got me a big cold brew. Not even that big. It was like a grande. You know? Just a medium. Is that a medium? You know damn well. I mean... It's 2023. You can stop pretending you're better than this, Craig. Okay. We're all in the shit. Now. I understand. The, I understand the point you're making. You cannot possibly hold out at this point. I understand the point. You're the making. cultural saturation point yeah. is at one thousand. However, I've never purchased a beverage at Starbucks. Never. Not once. Hmm. And you can you can check. Let my, me see if I believe you. Can you can check my bank statements. Let me check your social credits. I'll turn over my records <laughs> to the board. Chairman Xi, if I can get a readout really quick, please. Welcome to Never Better, a show that never gets any better. This week, we're recording during our lunch break right here at our day jobs at the SpaceX rocket manufacturing plant here in Boca Chica, Texas. Isn't that right? That's right. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. How's today's shift been treating you, Craig? Well, there's been some unplanned... Um... You remember to loosen all the valves on the booster rockets this time? <laughs> if you're not careful, one of those rockets might accidentally get all the way into space before it explodes. We can't have that. No, no. No, no, no. We've got to... Uh... What was the New York Times headline? Um, I didn't see. Was it the quote that is like unplanned, rapid no, no, uh, disassembly? It was, no, it was better than that. It was like uh, uh, SpaceX rocket launches falls short of most ambitious targets. I think it falls short of like all targets. Most of the targets. Yeah, as they often do. If, you, if you're like, it seems like existing would be a pretty low uh, bar to clear. Bar low ambition, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> continued. Yeah, like I I don't understand. Well, I guess I do because the guy running the company is the guy running the company. Like, I'm, like, are they just floating like loose match heads in the fuel tanks before they send it off? Like, what do they do? Well, I mean, I'm sure this is pretty complicated. Oh, sure, yeah, but I, you know, you know, the U.S. government has uh, blown up quite a few rockets with uh, people on them. Well, yeah, but uh, don't worry, they'll catch up. <laughs> If given half of the chance, uh, I did realize today is a time of recording, of course. You won't hear this for several days at the minimum, but uh, a very happy 420 to all those who observe. Toke up. Do you think Do you think that Elon Musk pushed a launch date for today, being the inner 15-year-old that he is? Because I, I would not be consider that, but, but I... But now you're considering it, aren't that's, you? That's... And that's how something went wrong. They were supposed to do it earlier, right? But weather uh-huh. got in the way. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not hazy enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hadn't considered it until just this moment, but but now it's fifty fifty for me. Probably, I think it's like eighty twenty for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's it. And you know what? What he, was the point? He did. He did absolutely, undeniably, blaze it in the biggest way imaginable. Oh yeah, right there in the atmosphere. Yeah. We did that and then, you know, filled the ocean with a bunch of fuel and uh, burning debris. Mm -hmm. Sure. What were you going to ask? Uh, What's the point of this one? What Um, is this one supposed to to do? To explode. 
Apparently, yeah. that's I keep seeing that as like these sycophants online. Right. I'm like, oh, they, this is so good. Actually, they got <laughs> they got so much valuable data out of this. I was like, I don't think they did. They just lost billions of dollars. Yeah, another victory. Thank goodness that happened. So, but what was the the goal? Was what? You like was me. it? I mean, obviously, I guess to get into space, but like, <laughs> is this one of the ones that comes back down and like lands on the on the platform? Uh, I don't know. I think we can safely say not anymore. It's not not anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I was thinking about this earlier. If I didn't, you know, and obviously it'd be a very different life I'd be living. But if if I were an astronaut, like if I had gone through all the training, like the because that's a whole lifestyle. That's you know, that's all you do. Yeah. That's with your, like from middle school, probably onward. You're like, yeah. I'm going to be a goddamn astronaut. Right. If I made that decision at like age 10 or 11, went through all of it, did all the training, you know, sharpened myself up. Yeah. Years and years and years of, uh, monastic living. Yeah. You know, like, Hard training. <laughs> like they have to do, uh, made it through to the other end of that tunnel, got out, you know, like my, in my first, like the first thing anybody says like, Hey, congratulations. So, uh, you're going to Mars. Like, Oh, <gasps> Yeah, it's a SpaceX rocket. I'm like, I think I'm actually going. Maybe, maybe I'll go back to art school. A SpaceX rocket that the owner pushed to 420 just yeah, for the lulls. Yeah. Like, like no, I think maybe, uh, I think maybe, uh, maybe it's time for a change. You know, <laughs> I'm doing this stuff for a long time. Uh, you know, my brother's a CPA. That's yeah, he makes good time. He makes some pretty good money. <laughs> like my cousin's an electrician. <laughs> Go to trade. Go to trade school. Yeah, to from, trade school. Uh, I would literally rather do that. I'm not getting on that thing. Yeah, really. It's got because if you're an astronaut in training right now, you got to be like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh boy, odds are getting uh, worse, huh? Oh boy, one of these days. Because you're right, you're training. Someone's all this drawing life. the short straw. <laughs> it's like every time it's like fifty yep. fifty whether this <laughs> thing is gonna. It's not great odds. No, no, not, not if the odds are of either successfully, you know, navigating space, coming back to Earth, or burning up in a fireball, you know, 50 feet off the ground. No, thanks. You ever watch that Challenger documentary on Netflix? Um, no, I... Uh, Man, they really knew it was, the thing was fucked up. Yeah, the O-rings. They sent them, the O-rings, yeah. Temperature differential. No they good. knew it was fucked up. Yep. And they sent them up there. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. to the Challenger. R.I.P. Krista McAuliffe and the rest of the, the crew. teacher, she's right? The, yep, she's the only one whose name I know. Sorry, look, I wasn't even born yet. I wasn't even close. All right, so give me give me credit for the one. Man, that's got to be a traumatizing thing for like they were watching the the, the students in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. goodness, Fuck no way. Well, that's a fun one. <laughs> How've you been doing, Craig? <laughs> Um, you know, I would say overall good. Um, today's been a little bit of a challenge. I can't help notice you're not wearing your usual work attire. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm in, uh, a sweaty podcast top and, uh, yeah, I got a cigarette hanging out of my mouth. Gold chain. Would you like me to tell you what happened? Uh, you might as well. I mean, this We're is here. Not, I'm going to tell you, but this is not going to be an interesting story. Oh, okay. Well, but this is just a, a, a chronicling of my I'll day. see if I can riff off of this. Yeah, please. This is this double black diamond <laughs> comedy slope. Yeah. Um, so I get up this morning to go to work, right? I get in my mm-hmm. car, start everything is going just fine. Peachy. Just peachy. Right as I'm about to get onto the highway, mm-hmm. uh, my um, I feel a little bit of a, a little bit of a shake. Mm-hmm. A little bit of hoop. Oh, what kind of shake? Now, was it like the, the kind where I feel like somebody's 
pressing up and down on your like rear fender? No, this is, a le- this is a left to right shake. Oh, interesting. This is a... Uh, God's is, really uh, fucking with you. With yeah, that one. this is barrel. This is like a barrel. <laughs> An axial a, tilt. Axial tilt thing. Um, and my, I can see my, you know, my temperature gauge shoots up to, <laughs> to, to all the way to the H, right? I'm, I'm burning up. You're at SpaceX levels. Um, there's a little bit of rattle I can hear. Mm. I'm like, oh, well, this isn't good. No. Throwing the hazards. I, I pull off. I, I pull off in some, you know, right turn lane. Sounds like you're radiating. In, in Fair Lakes. Pop the hood. I can see my, uh, I got a belt flying all, all oh, over the place. Yeah. And I got my, my water pump. Is, is is com- a catastrophic failure of my water pump. And <laughs> um, a double consequence of the, of, of the belt coming off is my alternator stopped charging the battery, so my battery died. Huh. So You're got, really going through it. Yeah, so battery died. It's total structural uh, failure. Total, total catastrophic failure of my water pump. Um, all my fluid, all my cooling fluid is gone. Um, they call it a cascading failure. You know, this is... A waterfall of failure. This is unfortunate. It's not, uh, you know, it's not what I would have wanted for my Thursday, but hey, what are you going to do? I'm fine. I've got insurance. Mm-hmm. Just ride your longboard to work. <laughs> I call up, I call up my insurance company. I get a tow, I'm going to get a tow truck out because yeah. I can't, I can't drive this. It'll just, just <laughs> why not? It'll destroy On what grounds? my car. Um, Still got wheels. Put it in neutral. <laughs> just, I, just push. <clears throat> Tow truck, because so it's. I mean, it's free, right? So mm-hmm. my insurance, well, you know, free, but I'm, I'm paying for the service. You're already, paying right? for it. Um, they tell me it's going to be like an hour and a half. We'll get somebody a tow truck out for you. Um, not, not like you got anywhere to be. Sure, that's about that's about what it takes. So that's fine. Yeah, and it's free. So I'm, I'm sitting in my car. A thirty about thirty minutes go past. A truck, a, a tow truck drives by. Okay, is about to go through the intersection. Stops. Goes in reverse in mm-hmm. front of me. Like, he, this is just a random tow truck guy oh. who's seen me on the side of the street. Oh, I see. He says, hey, man, uh, I got to drop this car off, but I can be back here if you need a tow in like 30 minutes or something. So I say, now you're in a quandary. You know what, man? I, I really appreciate it, but I call, I got my insurance. It's going to be free. This guy's going to be here in like 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. I appreciate it, but thanks. He drives away. Mm-hmm. Hour and a half goes by. Hour 45 minutes goes by. Uh, the classic. Tow truck's not here. Mm-hmm. So I call my insurance. I think he would have mentioned if it had gotten there, yeah. Call my insurance. Call my, uh, they direct me to the towing company that they've, you know, outsourced it to. Sure. And they say, oh, no, 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 it's going to be another two hours. He's, <laughs> he's in Stafford right now. Um, <laughs> he got a lot, he thought his car was a James Bond car and he drove it into the bay. <laughs> um, so my temperature, my temperature Mm-hmm. Starting to rise, matching the car. Starting to starting to creep up. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm obviously perturbed, annoyed, irritated. But hey, this is no you know. He's yeah. I'm not gonna I'm gonna scream at this this dispatcher for uh, right. That's falling in the trap. Uh, so I say fine, hang up. And now I'm just walking around fair, the Fair Lakes area, I'm trying uh, to flag down a tow truck again. No, well, it's on your mind. So and I, now I've got to use the bathroom. <laughs> so I walk over. There's a Whole Foods just nearby. Pee in the trunk. I walk over to Whole Poop. <laughs> it really was on your mind, wasn't it? <laughs> so I walk over to Whole Foods. Oh, I know what you were going to say. But walk right in, take a dump, walk what, out. Not even get in the bathroom, just right there on the ground. Yeah, right into the uh, produce aisle. Oh, wow. Uh, and now I'm calling, I, I called, call a couple other, called a couple other tow truck companies. Because now, uh, yeah, now... Pit them against each other, yeah. I'll pay anything <laughs> to, to just... just so your car's just like sitting away. on the shoulder, rotting. It's in a right turn lane, pulled over. Oh, that's even worse. Street. 
Uh, in a very, it's not a lot of, it's, okay, it's I mean, I'm in a good area. spot. Um, I'll get, it could have been a lot worse and I'll tell you about that in a second. Okay. Um, so I, and I call, so I call a couple places. They say it's going to be like an hour and a half because that's okay. about what it takes from start to finish. I How long say, does the story take? I'm getting there. <laughs> so I say. Another two hours. <laughs> another two hours. So I say, ah, well, you know, I, I wish I would have called you at the very beginning, but my insurance, they also say they're going to be in an hour and a half. So I, I'm not going to pay. Right. For the same amount. For the same amount of time. time. Hour and a half goes by. No tow truck. <laughs> call call the dispatcher. Okay, and they say fine. Now I'm 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 mad. You're I am <laughs> I'm yelling at the dispatcher at this point. And then it's 45 minutes is the new estimate, and that and the guy actually does show up at 45 minutes. Well, that's nice of him. I'm out there for four and a half hours, <laughs> just walking around. Just bought a whole new outfit out of boredom. Um. So and then so when the guy gets there, it's like 12:30. It's lunchtime. Mm-hmm. I'm, lo- I'm familiar with lunchtime. I'm yeah. located near some office buildings, um, like white collar, like office buildings. Yeah. So I've been out there for four hours, four and a half hours, Sunburnt walking around hell. the whole time. After that, I've been out there that whole time. He's sweaty. He's chafing. The car- Guess who comes walking up the path as my car is being hauled up on the back Michael of the Michael Rios. Close. No. <laughs> Tom Heil, who of Alan Myers Construction, I don't know that who guy. is the, my current project manager for a project that I'm working on. Oh, okay. And here's me standing on the side of the road while my car is just Smoldering. wasted away. Yeah, being dragged up the back of this flatbed, and I got to make small talk with Tom Heil about ah, broke down uh, in the air. Oh, you know, uh, make shitty small talk. Took a shit on the floor of the Whole Foods. Uh, but anyway, and then I get I get to the shop, and then I, I Uber back home, and then mm-hmm. I pick it up here. I am. No moral. One more. Oh, no, no moral. No moral. Okay, just checking. There is a slight moral. Things oh. can always be worse. <laughs> well, if you didn't know that by now, oh, we oh. have confirmation from Michael Rios, who yesterday, when I asked if we were doing this this week, said it's a no go for me. This text is even insane. So just for you, the listener. Like, what does that mean? I said, how are we doing this week? Michael says, damn, no go for me. Uh, Then today, because since Craig never responded, I'm going to start doing like, I need confirmation on like the Wednesday, just so I can set stuff up and have a show. Tell him what Michael said, why he couldn't couldn't do. Okay. He said he had a a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on. Yep. So today, just to reconfirm, I said, are we off this week? What's going on? Michael said, on my end, can do it. <laughs> I hit the thumbs up button. I said, Craig. Craig said, my car is in the shop. If I get it back today, I can. Uh, Michael never showed up. <laughs> I said, at 7.06, Michael, did you mean can't do it? <laughs> and his response is, oh, can I meant can't. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, can I meant can't. Oh, can? Oh. Oh, can? I meant can't. There's punctuation oh, missing. Oh, you think that's what it is? Yes. I, th- I think it's like, oh, can, question mark. I meant can't. I love Exclamation Michael, point. But he could use a proofreader. <laughs> I think he knows this. But it somehow it doesn't change anything. Oh, can, I meant can't. Oh, can, I meant can't. Um, so, yeah, it can always be worse, and I'll it, tell you why. 
Well, I think I know why. You just spent like 10 minutes telling me why. Here's why it could be worse. Because as as soon as this happened, oh, right before my ship blew up. A little piece of SpaceX shrapnel came down and hit right where you'd been standing. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> um, right at right before this cat, catastrophe, uh, catastrophe happens, mm-hmm. catastrophe. I'm ab- about to merge onto 66. Uh-huh. Um, the worst highway. And if I was on there, I mean, I would have been stranded on, on 66 for four hours. And if I would have had a poop on the side of the road, uh, like Michael, Michael, Pula, Michael, Michael Rios. Pulling, yep. One of many things that can be referred to as pulling a Michael the Rios. The only reason I didn't merge onto I-66 in the morning mm-hmm. is because some asshole from VDOT in a VDOT truck <laughs> comes screaming in and cuts me off right before I can merge in. And then I, I, so I can't merge in anymore. I'm doing you a favor. Right as I pass the exit. You didn't even realize. <laughs> and I pull over. Hmm. How about that? How about it? You want to know another way things can be worse? Please tell me. I got a news story for you. Imagine if this had been your day. Reading from NBCNews.com. What year? This year. This this week. What day? I don't know. We'll say yesterday. Okay. Maybe two days ago. Russian woman tried to poison U.S. doppelganger with tainted cheesecake after allegedly killing a woman in her native country. But not her doppelganger. Another doppelganger. A, a different person, yes. But not a doppelganger. Not, no, yeah. So for the lady that she allegedly killed, not a doppelganger. Right. Uh, the lady that she was not able to kill, confirmed doppelganger. Are there pictures? Uh, maybe. Probably. If I but find I'm, one, intru- I'm, 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 I'm nibbling at the bait here. Okay. Well, don't. It's poisoned. What do, you, what do you got? A Russian woman accused of drugging and killing a woman in a native country was convicted by a New York jury of trying to poison a lookalike with tainted cheesecake and to steal her identity. Oh, uh-huh. that's not a good idea. <laughs> it's, okay, hold on to that. She had a plan. She, well, she had, that much is true. Victoria Nasirova, 47, was found guilty of attempted murder and other charges for bringing the almost deadly dessert in August of 2016 to a woman who had similar hair colors and skin complexion and also spoke Russian. Checking a lot of boxes. It's true. Uh, Nasirova went to the home of the victim, an eyelash technician... How did she find... That's a good question. Did she just go through the yellow pages or something? I don't know. Saw her on the street, maybe? Couldn't say. Uh, what is an eyelash technician? Person who does eyelashes. You know those like medieval like <laughs> eye, eye curler... Uh, <laughs> no, but I wish I could get a picture of the face you made trying to describe it. That's Because that's how they got it. You got to open them as wide as you can. And Sanpaku. You know what I'm talking about, right? I guess. I, eyelash curlers? Oh, okay. A little medieval contraption they could get right next to your eyeball. No, I don't like it. Me neither. I guess that's why you got to go to school for it. Uh, went to the home of her victim, an eyelash technician, under the pretense of needing immediate help, prosecutors said. With her eyelashes? I don't know. See, that, I wish they'd explain because like, I cannot figure eyelash out for the emergency. life of me what the approach was. So like, hey, like I'm someone who looks just like you and speaks Russian. I need help immediately, and I've brought cheesecake. Oh, oh, okay. So I assumed that it was just like a anonymous cheesecake that she left at the front door or something. I don't think so. You think she's trying to befriend the doppelganger? I, it looks like it all happened in one visit, which is what's baffling to me. What a betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> like, Imagine if you met happened? somebody and they try to poison you with a cheesecake. I'd be pretty pissed off. Uh, the 35-year-old victim ate the cheesecake and soon began to feel sick. A friend discovered her the next day unconscious in bed and saw pills strewn around her to make it appear as if she attempted to commit suicide. There's a lot going wow. on here. Uh, after the victim returned home from the hospital, nice she noticed who done it. Her passport. Well, we know who done it. 
Well, I, now I've we read do. her name earlier. <laughs> I can just, but I can imagine if you're the detective walking right. into the scene, you got a little, in, you got a case here. Give me a lady who looks just like this one. <laughs> I got a hunch. Uh, after the victim returned home, she noticed her passport uh, from the hospital. Her passport and other personal documents were pilfered along with a gold ring. Mm. Federal law enforcement officials then tested the cheesecake and discovered it contained phenazepam, a sedative. Federal law enforcement? Yep. They got the feds involved. Yeah, I don't, I'm not it's sure. international what, crime. I'm not sure at what point they realized it was an international crime, but uh, the drug was developed in the former Soviet Union and is not available in the U.S., according to the National Library of Medicine. Well, it got here, so it is. Like, it's available, I, I guess, by default. Can know. I tell you why I like this? And I like Please. this. And I like this woman. The, the murder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you really want to say that? I mean, there's many things that are bad about her. I'm sure, <laughs> such as she allegedly but killed someone already in Russia. I appreciate the homage to old school Soviet espionage. Espionage here. Espionage. Espionage. <laughs> espionage. Like this is like this is right out of a, a the Americans. A, uh, not Tom Clancy, but uh, Dan Brown. Dan Brown. No. Who wrote? Uh, Tom Clancy, one of them. The the bridge, the little bridge. The uh, little bridge, spy. bridge of spies. Bridge of spies. <laughs> I should let you keep floundering. I'm interested to see what else you. I would have got there. I would have the Tom Hanks movie. What's the spy? It's I think it's called Spies Are on the Bridge. <laughs> spies on the on the bridge. Quai. You ever seen that movie? Uh, no, I I don't think that's one. Uh, no, uh, bridge on the river. Quai. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was doing a little. Uh, I think you said spies on the bridge. Quai. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now, I'd like to ask you something. You said you liked this idea. Oh, yeah. Idea. What happens after you do it? I mean, assuming you succeed, you get through it, then what? Well, I mean, if you succeed, then you're done. You've done it. Okay. What happens when anyone, like your uh, your doppelganger's friend, asks you a question about something that happened in your life? You don't stick around. So you leave a note on the front door that says, I've decided to take up a new life. Goodbye, my friend. Oh yeah, XOXO, they never. XOXO. Nobody ever investigates that note. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Cut, cut letters out of a magazine, glue them to, uh, and glue to the door. There is no need to involve any investigators <laughs> from any agency. I am fine. I'm fine. I just don't want to see any of you ever again. Goodbye. Love you forever. Goodbye forever. That's how you do it. <laughs> like I. I like it because there's like a there's a plan. There's it, oh, it is the sort of thing you go for. I know it would never work. No. I realize that, but I like I respect the effort. The cheesecake, like she tried. How many bites into a sedative laced cheesecake do you think you'd get for like before you pass out? Well, I was like, this something feels a little weird. I guess I don't know if I, it tastes like it. I don't think there's a, probably a taste. I don't think. How fast acting is it? Do you just get woozy and face plant the cheesecake? Let's not find out. Let's find our Russian doppelgangers who have also committed murders. I don't allegedly. Like, no, I'm good. I did see the one guy in the uh, the Marine Museum one time when I was a kid, and then the, the Boy Scouts I was like 12 years old. I saw a guy who looks like me now. <laughs> but, I mean, did you make a note like, "Wow, that guy kind of looks like an older version of me"? Yeah, and I was, like at the time, I was like, "That guy, he looks like me with a beard and taller." And now, now look at me. You know, I mean, I told you, I I saw a doppelganger of you one time. I'm not surprised. I, I have a lot. I actually have had multiple people tell me like, yo, were you just at the, like the Whole Foods? Like, no. No, but uh, it was in, I, I told you this was happening a long time ago, but I was driving to work and I saw somebody in your exact car at the time, the little, um, little blue one, blue one. Yeah. 
with a beard, long hair. It looked exactly like you with a suit. And when we were at work, I said, hey, why were you wearing a suit oh, yeah. this morning? <laughs> yeah, I do remember this. I mean, it's unbelievable how similar, no. how similar they looked. <laughs> like I, I have white I, guy face number four. I know this. I, I make no claims of being an original. Sorry, reread on me. That's what Michael says. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty... Uh, when you use the wrong... <laughs> when you say can instead of can't... <laughs> In reference to your plans that night, it's not, it's not great. <laughs> Makes a big difference. A little bit, yeah. So what happened to uh, <laughs> our uh, our Russian spy? Oh, she's been prosecuted. Oh. She's been sentenced. To how long? Actually, has she been sentenced? I mean, is she going to face... She's, no, she was convicted. But is she going to face any trouble for the alleged murder in Russia? Well, it's, like, it's not our deal. And that's, that's their problem. We're not going to extradite her? Not if they don't ask us to. What if they ask us to? Then maybe. I don't know. Traded for a political prisoner or something. Yeah, what's that? Who's the guy still stuck over there? Um, I don't know. Remember the whole the whole Brittany Griner thing was happening. There's yeah. another guy who's. Oh, was there? Yeah, we we didn't get. Damn. What is? Who is the guy that we traded? The Merchant away? of Death. Was that what his name was? Yeah. See, if you have a name like in, we can't. So, we if can't. you have a John Wick character <laughs> name, yeah. if you have a the Blacklist <laughs> alias, yeah. I'm sorry, but we can't. We can't swap you. Pick anybody else. You want. <laughs> anybody else. We can't give you the Merchant of Death back. Fine. Give us a Butcher of Novgorod. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do we let that one happen? Well, listen. I, I, what's her name? What's her first name? Who? Which one? Our, uh, our, our the, 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 the cheesecake. Oh, uh, Victoria. Victoria. We should write to Victoria. That's what we should do. Oh, you know, I'm yes. good. Yes, yes. This is a scary, do. dangerous, weird person. What if she asks us to start spending her like supplies, like uh, poison in prison? Yeah, I, mean, I think there's like to do that now. Yeah. Thanks, Joe Biden. How do you? How do you? Can you? Can you look up? Can you just send prisoner stuff? Uh, it's very, very, very monitored. Like a letter. Uh, maybe. Depends. Depends on what's in it. Like there are a lot of books you can't have in a, in a prison. I know that. I assume the content of uh, of letters gets pretty heavily, you know, looked over as well. How skilled do you think she is in hand to hand combat? I don't think she needs to be. That's not her style. She's like a I feel like she would know like pressure points or something. <laughs> is that even real? Some people say yes. Some people say no. I'm gonna go with no. Ask my master. <laughs> That's all I've got for the new news. I've actually received a request from a listener. Uh, before I get ahead we of myself, have those? I, we, we have at least one. Uh, you might have already guessed it. We're headed back into the past. Ooh. With Municellaneous. My favorite segment. Is it? My new favorite segment. Ah, okay. Interesting. Oh, darling, when you get so You're in luck. Um, friend of the show, Jewel B, has requested the date, March 9th, 1944. Okay. The location, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Unsurprising. No so we're getting no pretty close to the end of the war here. A little bit, yeah. Now, I, I, I... We're storming towards Berlin. Poured over this thing. There was a lot of World War II news, which was either interesting but not funny, 
or just fodder depressing and not funny <laughs> uh, <laughs> or not interesting and not funny lots of ca- casualty reports yeah but uh, literally yeah it's like yeah. here are the here's the boys who died this week yeah um but there were some there's some good bits in there and I, i'd like to cycle through some of those now if i may Oh, 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 oh good God. I try to push myself back. I push the table forward. This chair sucks. This chair is on, on wheels now. nominally. They do nothing. They, they scrape and slide. They sure do. Oh, God. What was I even reading? I lost my place. This sucks. All right. Fuck me. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, the, uh, like I said, I'm going to be skipping most of the war stuff because it's not, not great podcast right. material. <laughs> Go figure. After the war. <laughs> Um, but there are, as always, like as with every paper that, that I've found, there's just a handful sprinkled throughout of ridiculous nonsense. And that's what I'd like to focus on. Sure. So basic English. Scott demands his own accent. That's Scott with one T. Okay. So that does make a difference. We're talking about the country. That's right. Scottsdale. Scottsdale. London, March 9th. A worldwide program to spread the use of basic English has been initiated by the British government. It was disclosed today. The King's English. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queens at this point, I think. Oh, really? All right, wait, no, that was 50. Yeah, he's still the king. Right? I don't know. I don't really. Who cares? Not our problem. <laughs> Prime Minister Churchill, who acknowledged he has had considerable discussions with President Roosevelt on the subject, told Commons, whatever those are, that a propaganda organization has been formed to develop basic English as an auxiliary international language. It's weird to see propaganda used in a positive context. Right, yeah, they don't normally just call it that yeah. when they're the ones trying to use it. Like, <laughs> uh, William Gallagher, Scottish Communist member, oh. promptly demanded assurance from Churchill that the basic language would be taught, and I quote, with a clear Scots accent, instead of the fluctuating, irritating noises generally made by the English. <laughs> Churchill did not commit himself. Now, what if, like, instead of, you know how a lot of people sound, like, if they learned English as a second language, a mm-hmm. lot of them, they learned it like like, they, like a British English. Yeah, yeah. What if they all sounded Scottish, is what I think is what this is proposing. Then I don't think English would be the dominant language. As oh, 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 tread carefully, Craig. To who? Uh, to me. Are you? Uh, you wee bastard. Oh, wow. The Harrises go back to... Uh, right. To climate clothes. The peat. The sod. You ever see them uh, the fucking harvest? hillocks? You ever oh. see them harvest peat? Uh, there's like cut it up. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do like that. I can see why they got into it. <laughs> Keeps you warm in the winter. Keeps you dirty in the summer. So is the, the U.S. isn't involved at all. Uh, why is he talking to Roosevelt about this? Uh, maybe we were. I don't really, I mean, because it, it sure did not, uh, did end up happening, you know. We, what we should have done that? is everybody we should have done like transatlantic English. <laughs> like 1940s movie stars? Yeah. Like your Cary Humphrey Grant. Bogart, yeah. Not Humphrey Bogart. No, 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 no. no. He's 1940s. Well, yeah, but he didn't do the accent thing. And who did the accent? Cary Grant. A lot of the, uh, I don't know, a lot of the other noir people, not Humphrey Bogart so much. Okay. Well. He just kind of sounded like bogey, you know. Bogey doing one of one. Mm-hmm. Uh, skipping to page seven. I think you might like this one. It's uh, headlined, but show goes on. Oh, okay. Starting, starting you in medias res. Yeah. You know. I'm in. Tenor dies during opera. 
<laughs> and I looked this up, and uh, I believe this did actually happen. Wow. San Francisco, March 9th. Opera singer Aroldo Lindy, 55, collapsed and died from a heart attack last night on the stage of the San Francisco Opera House at the close of the second act of Pagliacci. Ooh. Now, good, I, I know you know opera. this one. Yeah. Uh, Tragic Clown. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, the reason I know for a fact you know this one, because it's the centerpiece of a Seinfeld, Seinfeld episode, episode that yeah. I know you've seen eight times. Crazy Joe Devola. That's right. You wouldn't do that to me, would you, Neda? <laughs> Lindy, singing the tenor part of Vesti La Juba, the big aria, maybe the most melodramatic aria in opera, <laughs> collapsed and fell on his face just before completing the aria. Oh, wow. That's tragic. The curtain was rung down and the audience applauded, not realizing the collapse was real. <laughs> wow, he really sold it <laughs> up there. Huh? You believe this guy? Not leaving anything for the swim back. <laughs> so uh, well, doctors pronounced Lindy dead. His part was taken by Mario Palermo and the opera was concluded with the audience remaining unaware of his death, I guess because of the oh, wow. sheer amount of makeup and stuff. Yeah. And if you're sitting far enough from the stage, like who can tell? Who's Wait, you say his heart was taken? His part. Oh. The part in the opera. Okay. Good. But, so... The end of that aria, which I'll play a snippet of right here. Is like, so if he almost completed the aria, that that tells me that he got to the big line, the rig crescendo, mm-hmm. the the crescendissimo, mm. and then that was it. So he gets like the, you know the you know the, the song, yeah, he gets to that he gets to that note. <laughs> dead like he hits the the peak of it right gone i mean that's Fall gotta down. be like the dream of every opera star that's right? what i was thinking i was like this feels wrong to think but like that it because like people just go wow i guess he was really feeling it up there whoa like if you asked Pavarotti before he died how do you want to die that's mm-hmm. probably what he'd say right doing what you love right at the head of it so this is you confirm this event has is a real thing well i, I found another source that mentioned oh, okay that. so i i believe so it'd be weird if two different people lied about it he was not a terribly well-known uh performer mr lindy um so there, there wasn't much else written about him but but he really left it all out there he sure did god bless him he really broke a leg am i right mm, no you're wrong broke his heart there you go uh got some more here Got an ad for you that I just, I found funny a little bit. Just, just uh, amusing. Like sunny morning in your glass. This is an orange juice commercial. You would or think so. Ad. Mild and mellow as a perfect morning. Hold the drink of Shenley Reserve up to the light. Watch it wink and sparkle, just like a breeze-swept country morning. Now taste it, and you'll find it like sunny morning in your glass. <laughs> they had one idea for this <laughs> Golden and mellow, smooth as sunrise. Shenley Reserve is the result of real genius in blending. It's America's first choice whiskey. 
Oh, okay, there we go. We finally got to the product. <laughs> it does, you know, your morning whiskey before the kids are up, you know, hectoring you about, uh, I don't know, Beetle Bailey or whatever. <laughs> what are kids into in the 40s? Stick and hoop. I don't know. About their favorite opera star that just died. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Daddy, Haroldo Lindy just passed the hell out on stage. What a time, huh? Where you had to morning whiskey. Morning whiskey. Yeah, you needed morning whiskey to take just to just, just take to the keep, edge yeah. off. Hey, just we were at war. Going. The world yeah. was at war. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> if it helps, the uh, Shenley Reserve also serves. Uh, sorry, wait, what? Oh, it's oh, I'm totally misread this. It's just at the bottom of the ad, but still part of the ad. They also serve who buy and hold war bonds. <laughs> so well, that's good. So if you buy war bonds, you're basically a veteran. But I mean, it seems like they will serve anybody. Well, no, I think they're, no, they're, they're saying they, like, they also serve, like you're as good as a military man if you buy war bonds. Right. Like they also serve in a military capacity. Oh, they, like I served overseas. Wait, no, they're not I, saying they will serve you Shenley reserve. If you buy war bonds. That's what I'm saying. Is, <laughs> that was how I read it too. Is like, at first it was like, wait, no, I was like, although uh, this being 1944, so maybe they would have, they are buying the war bonds. No, they're saying they're telling you to buy and hold war bonds. And they're saying it's, it's just like an unrelated propaganda line at the bottom of this ad that has nothing to do with but the, the whiskey. line is we serve. They also serve who buy and hold war bonds. Right, but this is what I'm saying is is even if you don't have bond war bonds, you can still buy this you can still buy the whiskey. Yeah, it has nothing like I said, nothing to do with the whiskey at all. It's it right. might as well be on the next page, but they just put it like right underneath where it says Shenley Reserve in the same ad box. But it's like it's like a cor- It's a total non sequitur. But it's like having a corona ad and be like, We also sell to people with brown hair. No, they're not saying they sell you anything. We're having a miscommunication here, Greg. The the line is look, look. Is this going to be a, some scanned in? They also serve. They also serve, comma, who buy and hold war bonds. They're saying, unrelated to the whiskey, they're saying, hey, you should, by the way, you should buy war bonds because it'll make you more like an army man. I disagree. That is exactly what it is saying, and I guarantee you. The following is a recitation of Sonnet 19 by the English poet John Milton. It was most likely written somewhere between 1652 and 1655 once Milton's blindness had more or less overcome him. When I consider how my light is spent, ere half my days, in this dark world and wide, and that one talent which is death to hide, lodged with me useless, though my soul more bent to serve therewith my maker, and present my true account, lest he returning chide, doth God exact day labor, light denied? I fondly ask. But patience, to prevent that murmur, soon replies, God doth not need either man's work or his own gifts. Who best bear his mild yoke, they serve him best. His state is kingly. Thousands at his bidding speed and post o'er land and ocean without rest. They also serve who only stand and wait. It was a Milton reference. It was an obvious Milton reference. People quoted like baseball broadcasters would quote this one, at least the last line, which is what gets thrown around everywhere. And I missed it. I took a class in college. I have a a goddamn English degree. I took a class on British literature of the era. We talked about Milton. We read Paradise Lost. 
I we probably read this one. I, I well, the rest of the class maybe did. I clearly didn't. By the way, hi, I'm Spencer. I'm editing the show. <laughs> would it have helped in the moment to reference Milton? You know, would it would it have helped Craig clear up any confusion? I don't know. Maybe not. Likely not. But maybe, and I missed it. So the idea here, just to make sure everybody's absolutely got it straight, is uh, in the poem, Milton is lamenting, you know, his, his oncoming blindness, and he's saying, God's going to be so mad at me, uh, I can't do my poetry anymore. Um, and he imagines uh, some emissary of God, I suppose, patience, whoever that might be, telling him, don't sweat it, it's all good, God's happy uh, as long as you're there uh, to suffer in his name. <laughs> that's not quite the spirit of it, but it's close enough. It, uh, it's, it's a very Anglican, well, I guess a larger Protestant ideal, um, but the, uh, the the concept that you don't need to necessarily be doing good works to, you know, to earn your salvation, because that's what he's worried about. You know, that's the conversation he's having with himself in the poem. And so he's he's saying, no, as long as you are steadfast and faithful and whatnot, you're good. And so in the ad, they're they're using that message to say like, okay, so you're not in the army right now. That's fine. You you are as good as an army man if you buy war bonds. That's it. I basically already said that, but I hope that there's no way for me to make it any clearer now. Maybe you're wondering to yourself, what does this have to do with having a glass of whiskey first thing in the morning? Great question. <laughs> you got me. I don't know. All I know is there was a war on and it was all anybody ever wanted to talk about with good reason. But, you know, it, the, the messaging was ubiquitous. It was everywhere. So it, that's how you end up with these sorts of things. You know, um, I've dwelled way too long on this. Let's get back to the show. Let's call them. Let's call the company. Is yeah, there a one eight hundred number? Let's see. I don't think they exist. You ran an ad uh, almost 100 years ago in Missouri, <laughs> or 80 years ago. Yeah, 80, 80 something. Uh, if you can find a bottle, it's $104. I don't think they, uh, they have a number to call, I'm afraid. There's no Nintendo hotline for Shenmue. So. <laughs> you think there's just one phone in a, in a collecting dust? a disused dust warehouse. A, I, there's I, some I, overweight I guy there's with his feet up on a table with a newspaper over his head sleeping. <laughs> Waiting for it to ring. He's working. Been clocking for in for eighty years. Forty years or eighty years, yeah. <laughs> Never had to work Never a day had one life. call. Uh, here's one for you. Unions sixteen thousand seven hundred and forty-five dollars lost by gambler. You're reacting, but not verbally. Wait, how many dollars? Sixteen thousand seven hundred and forty-five. I mean, that's like three billion dollars. It is. Today worth about two hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars. Okay, not as much. I mean, okay, that's that's quite a I mean, bit of money, a big sum for of money for one guy to lose in gambling, especially if it's the union's money in nineteen forty-four. Like, sounds like Wall Street, am I right? The unions. This was not the age when unions were just like fucking around, right? They. This is this is when people got mixed in with like cement, right? Like you you were part of like the bank now, like you're you're part of the foundation you're, of this you. building. Because you lost two hundred and some thousand dollars. Right. Uh, Detroit, March 9th. Alex Petrosky, who I couldn't find an obituary for, and I looked. Uh, age forty, financial secretary of local four ninety CIO United Automobile Workers. 
admitted he lost $16,745 of the union's money on horse races and gambling in Toledo, Ohio nightclubs. Not even a casino. No, at the track. At the track. $200,000 plus dollars, the equivalent at the time. You ever been to a dog racing track? God, no. What do I look like? Well, let me tell you something about the crowd at a dog racing track. I imagine they're not happy. Horrifying. <laughs> I mean, it's what you would expect. Yeah. Just like people for whom there is nothing but, but gambling. It's only exactly what you would expect. Yeah. There's not even like one or two other like. It's all, it's wall to wall, shabby brown corduroy coats. A lot of tobacco. A lot of tobacco. Shoot on and on cigars. Mm-hmm. Gesturing, pointing their cigars at a ticket, <laughs> stabbing at it. Going, Come on. <laughs> That's what I never want. I never want to stab at a ticket with a cigar and go, Come on. Do you ever like want to pantomime uh, like uh, hitting a horse with a crop? Well, I can just do that ticket. here. Right, but like with some sort of financial. Uh... Oh, no. Is that something that happens at the track? I've never been to a track. Yeah, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you're, if you bet on a horse race, and just and like thwack your own your, butt. Your horse is coming around the track. You're like, come on. And you, you know, you, you thwack you, you, thwack you. You're so you, excited about it. You thwack your own you, butt. You, 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 in front of spectators. Take a riding crop to you, to your own self. I mean, the riding you crop. You brought that, one? No, it's a ticket. You're <laughs> pantomiming the riding crop. I, no, I don't want to go to the track, though, is the thing. I don't. You say that now. I do. I, I'll keep saying it. Ask chat GPT if you want to, uh, if you go to the track, it's telling me that I I need to break up my marriage and the marriages of everyone Can we around just me. Just let Chat GPT be the president. No, why not? I, you know my feelings on this shit. I know, but like, <laughs> it's worth a try, right? <laughs> it might look. I get it, but that is the one option that might actually be worse than any human alternative. What's the worst that could happen? Where to start? Got another one for you. I got your mm. horoscope for you, Craig. No. Oh. Where oh, I have a horoscope for you. It's maybe the worst written horoscope that I've ever encountered. And I don't read a ton of them, That's so a low it's not bar. so much. But uh, they only gave you one. Are you a Pisces? I don't know. We'll assume so. I think, wait, birth, is it based on the birthday? Uh, yeah. I'm Cancer, I think. Okay. What's your, what's your like zodiac sign? What? Nothing. Never mind. Uh, you'll get the next one. Pisces, February 21st to March 21st. Uh, and this is the only sign that you get i don't know if they rotate them just like one a day or what okay subjects of this sign of the fishes are restless recklessly generous and strangely lacking in self-esteem which uh i don't think you get these sorts of descriptions these days i feel like it's mostly just like generic positive attributes sure. like oh sometimes you're too nice oh i see that, I see that. <laughs> oh it is me <laughs> i i do like to go out and have fun with my friends Wait, so this is only for Pisces? Yeah. When What is a Pisces? A uh, fish. February to March. Uh, February, late February to late March. But but what I'm, but like this horoscope uh, is yeah. saying what Pisces are like 24, like all, the entire year, this is what you're like. I, I don't know. It's, it's not very well conveyed. Although generally intelligent, they efface themselves before less gifted persons. <laughs> they are careless in speech, constantly asking questions and seldom awaiting, uh, sorry, this says awaiting the answers. They are nevertheless ardent lovers <laughs> who easily win response. Anyway, here's, here's uh, your horoscopes for today. I guess this is just for everybody. Uh, or for, well, the next day, Friday, March 10th, 1944. Okay. Adverse aspects rule strongly today. Labor again comes under disturbing influences that presage serious results. Craig, what does that mean? 
Labor, again, comes under disturbing influences that presage serious Well, the automotive results. union guy just lost all their money. But that's the past. We want the future. Don't tell me old shit that already happened. Well, they we're still feeling the effects today. <laughs> okay. okay. So it's raining today. I, I, like your horoscope. I reach into my, my crystal ball mind palace and say, tomorrow, the ground's going to be wet. That's right. <laughs> and people pay me $25,000. That's right. Which doesn't even begin to make up my losses at the dog track, but it's okay. <laughs> the, uh, the people, like the person who wrote that. Mm-hmm. Is there like a... There's no name attached to this, by the way. Well, I just, um, like, I guess my question is, like, are they just got a bunch Sanction. of stuff in a, in a bowl and they just... I was literally going to say, yeah, in out. a hat, they pick one Or out. are they applying some sort of logic, however flawed the logic may be, to come up with these conclusions? I may, det- I may draw some uh, some ire from this, but there is there's no system to put in place here. There's, but, no, there's no logic to apply. But my guess, my question is, do they think... That there's logic in whatever that I think, if or is it totally just? I just think spin it's a, a, wheel? a Dear Abby style cynicism thing. I think if you're writing it, you don't believe it. I you're right. throwing it out there for the rubes. You're chumming the waters. Exactly. Uh, second paragraph of this uh, Friday, March 10th horoscope. Again, this is a horoscope, right? For the f- knowledge of the future right. given to you today by a seer. To become economically independent. College students should major in studies which assure technical knowledge. Thanks. (laughs) Bet you didn't know that. Mm, Thanks. That's really going (laughs) to come in handy for you later. (laughs) For the new order will demand great ability and careful training. Mm -hmm. Mm, Interesting. Well, we were still, you know, we weren't post-war yet. We were just war at this point. The new order, though. That's Mm -hmm. an interesting choice of words. Mm -hmm. Put put that in the scrapbook. (laughs) Persons whose birth date it is have the augury of a year of varied experiences. <laughs> That's the <laughs> most asinine thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so imagine that you go to the carnival. There's a tent with a little, little crystal ball on the front. You know, you, you go in, you pay your $25 or whatever. And the lady behind the table says, mm, I see now you <laughs> will experience events. <laughs> But like, <laughs> like that's all it says. I mean, there's like grifting, and there's like, and there's not even trolling. Trying. Like yeah. she's she's actively <laughs> trolling these people. It is well to be cautious in business. <laughs> no, yes, no. Come on, it gets better. Even wait, I'm sorry. Can you read the varied events one <clears throat> one more time? Persons whose birth date it is. So those of you born on March 10th, this one's for you. <laughs> Persons whose birth date it is have the augury. Uh, of a year of varied experience. Just, <laughs> yeah, this year, uh, not even trying. The events will transpire. Things are going to happen really at mean. or around you. <laughs> Health should be watched. Oh my god, <laughs> this is acid. <laughs> Children born on this day probably will have many vicissitudes in their brilliant but hazardous careers. It's not even, they said probably. probably. They couldn't even Just give you a definitive on that. Uh, and by the way, vicissitudes uh, is just like, like changing, like uh, reversals of fortune. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, sometimes things will be good and bad. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Probably. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Hey, maybe it'll be future, all bad. Many obstacles will be surmounted. Oh my God. <laughs> You have to resort to the How passive voice this? in a horoscope. 
How do you print? Slow day. It's not like there was a war going on. You couldn't have just, all this rationing. There was no ink and paper rationing. There's like, we just like, yeah, we had to spare resources to print some useless garbage. But it's the newspaper. Yeah, but fill it up with like, I don't step know. Step right up, step right up. Some more photos of war dead or whatever. Yeah. Something. I mean, because they were still like, you know, putting the like the metal letters and the thing and then putting the ink on and then shh. Probably. Something like, like that. Uh, I think it was a little more industrial. I don't, than really that. I don't think it was quite Gutenberg level at this point. <laughs> I think we might have advanced a little bit in the intervening uh, 500 or so years. <laughs> Gutenberg really had a thing going, huh? Yeah, he really figured it out. Only a couple of centuries after China did. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got one more for you. It's very short. It's from a, a medical advice column written by someone who does not have PhD after their name. Okay. Or a doctor at the beginning. But they know they've got street smarts. Maybe. You know? That's worth something, isn't it? Uh, it's, the column is called Why Grow Old? Oh, which is a little bit dark. <laughs> <laughs> especially in wartime in wartime yeah uh by josephine loman uh the first couple of questions like what can i do for nails that break off constantly like oh you eat a lot of calcium make sure you got vitamin d uh mm-hmm. where do you get vitamin c in food and citrus okay then <laughs> they knew that back then yeah uh, a little bit we, we just moved out of the age of piracy i right. think the golden age of sail yeah. uh, oceans are no longer battlefields um have you seen master and commander Oh, yeah. Okay. It's such a phenomenal film. Fucking fantastic. We should have had a million of them. Anyway, uh, so you've got those. Nails, citrus, etc. The back of my legs ache. What could cause this? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like, I've got a cut on my arm. What could cause this? How did this happen? (laughs) How did this happen? Yeah. How would a loving God allow this to happen to me? (laughs) Dear newspaper, I hurt. Why? (laughs) (laughs) this could come from so many different causes i think you should see a physician and let him say which it could come from falling arches oh i think we got it get some i think we got it in one so that's the old news that horoscope was the most (laughs) insane thing i've ever seen printed in a newspaper they printed it that's unbelievable there it was a different standard back then there was no standard back then I don't think you will experience now. varied events. <laughs> Children will have things happen to them. Some good, <laughs> some perhaps, probably, probably not so good. Speaking of Dear Abby, mm. let's do Dear Dear Abby. Oh, wow. I got it. I got it for you. We don't want to start a fight. We're just trying to figure out what you mean. It's time to get the record right. Even though you died in 2013. This is Dear Abby. This is Dear Abby. This is Dear Abby. This is uh, sort of a two-parter, actually. I don't think we've done one of those before. Uh, two-parter as in, like, there's a follow-up? or Yes, there's, yeah. Okay. Um, really, the follow-up is what I want to get to, so okay. I'm going to kind of blow through the first part. Sure. Dear Abby, this is from, uh, I should say, I almost forgot. Uh, this is from the 5th of April, 1993. Okay. Um, so we're moving forward in time quite a bit. Yeah. Dear Abby, I am a single father of a 14-year-old son. His mother and I are divorced. Last week when he was with me, he called me a very nasty name, and I slapped him oh. across the cheek. Then, the he called me, then he called me another nasty name, so I slapped him again. <laughs> 
Following that, I telephoned his mother and asked for uh, some time out. So she came and took him for the weekend. This is where my problem began. I think the problem began with you slapping him twice well, in the face. Yeah. But, you know, different. two sides to every story. Um, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> it seems she informed the Child Protective Services. Oh. Who interviewed me twice and ended up taking away my custody for six months, during which time I have to seek parental guidance counseling. Jeez. What, all for striking a child? Just a couple of uh, thwacks. <laughs> Abby, in his 14 years, I have struck my son only four times. And two of them were, you know, today. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're counting those two. Oh. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if, it's, if they made like four before that or if mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I am not abusive, and I don't believe my actions were inappropriate considering the filthy names he called me. What do you think he called him? Because he refuses to say it. Do you think he called him? Do you think he called his own dad a wiener? A son of a bee? Oh no. I hope not. If I am wrong, please tell me. I love my son and miss him tremendously from Sad Dad. <laughs> Dear Sad Dad, you were wrong to have struck the boy in the face. Hitting a child is a poor substitute for talking things out. A slap in the face is the ultimate humiliation. It's true. Is it true? I can think of bigger human. I mean, it's pretty. It's up there. I'm sure. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's not great, uh, but that's that's. So I, I'm I'm with that. I mean, I don't smack your child in the face. Uh, let a stranger do it for you on an airplane. Uh, but follow up from uh, uh, I think a couple months. Yeah, from May 11th, 1993. This is uh, sad dad. No, different this, dad. This okay. is this is more of a deeply weird dad. Abusive dad. Well, uh, I'll read on. (laughs) Dear Abby, three cheers for the father who slapped his son because the (laughs) lad called him a filthy name. And a pox on you, the boy's mother, and Children's Protective Services, which denied the father custodial privileges. I raised seven children of my own without any advice from dear Abby. When my oldest son was 16, he called me a filthy name in front of his peers. And not only did I slap him, I banged his head against the wall while a policeman stood by with a smile on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Then I dragged my six-foot tax deduction home for a stimulating father and son chat and politely informed him that if he ever talked like that to me again, he'd better find another world to live in. Case closed. Six-foot tax deduction is great. The oldest son is now a father and no longer speaks... uh, and uh, and he thinks that instead of giving advice, you should hang it up and string beads. And he punched his son <laughs> so hard in the face, <laughs> he died. Broke his jaw. Abby, you said that a father slapping his son was the ultimate humiliation. My son feels it was an act of love. From uh, Don Gotro, Hickory Hills, Illinois. Oh, I, okay. So he, he first last he name put his name on it. First name, last name, and location. This is all you need to file an injunction. I don't know if that's true. But that is fucking insane. Like, it's so insane that I don't 100% believe this is real, though. It sounds like it's so plausible. Part part of me is like, why is this guy reading Dear Abby? You know, I'm just in the paper. Maybe. But this, this guy, I feel like if he, if, you know, assuming that everything we're being presented with is factual. Right. Um, this guy you think he's sticking to the sports section yeah just like oh dear abby I, that's a woman's name <laughs> and that that's it like thought right. terminated sure that's all you need to skip it if you're that guy 
So I, I don't know. Because Lord knows Dear Abby's written some letters to herself. I am standing by that one. We had a guy. I've been talking to a dude about PCP. He calls it Busy B. Busy B. Or Super Joint. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Wait, what's the guy's name again? Uh, that, that name again is Don Gautreau. From Don Gautreau. Hickory Hills, Illinois. G-A-U-T-R-E. A-U-X. I was assuming it would be a Louisiana address. How many crumpled up Coors Light cans were around him when he, when he wrote that? Email? Well, they, uh, they lost count I was around 7,000. You know. <laughs> so that's another thing. They were writing this. They were mailing these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In 1993, no email. Or like it's so easy to, e- to, to Dear Abby now. Yeah, this Back was, in the day. This was a serious undertaking. You had to put a stamp on it. Yeah. You had to get the movable type. You had to get your uh, your Gutenberg <laughs> printing press all situated. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking typewriter, but. No, no. We weren't quite there yet Not in the 90s. Yet. No. We only wished. <laughs> I, I almost wish Michael were here for this because I'm sure he'd have an insane opinion on this. Um, Yeah. I don't want to speculate, but I'm pretty sure. I could take a guess. <laughs> I think we got time for one more segment. It's a quick one. Please. All right. Craig, you want to tell me how weird something is? It's one of my favorite things to do. Fantastic. I'm good at it. I could really use your help. This comes to us courtesy of the one and only, the irreplaceable, the unmistakable Quora.com. Sure. Should I, can I, can I do the, uh... I was just about to ask if you'd like to. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Loosen up, you know, do, do a couple of uh, improv. Do me fa so la ti do. Oh, wow. I don't know what some of those were. Do re mi fa so la ti do. Yep. Okay, As they always say, the do re mi fa so, they stay in the same order, no matter what notes you're singing. As long <laughs> as you sing eight in a row, <laughs> you're good. Okay. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. Jumps, jumps. Is there not another S in there? You gotta, yeah, it that's to the jumps? only S. Yeah. Okay. Fox is spelled with an X, not a CKS. April showers bring May flowers. And what? May flowers bring Pilgrims. June. Oh. Okay. June dunes. This is all this is a big warm-up for a one-word jingle for Quora.com. Ready? Here we go. A five, six, seven, eight. Quora. <laughs> You see, you hit it too high. After is it all that, too high? You, you overworn, but yeah, it's it's more of a like a, a fourth interval. That was closer, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's like a Quora. Have you ever seen a Quora commercial? No, do they have those? I don't think so. I don't think so either. An anonymous user. Can I ask you a question? Sure. How many people do you think Quora employs? Uh, I'm going to put it at um, six. Is that something we could look up? Quora em. If I could spell employee, employee count, 746 people, according to rocketreach.co. That sounds like an overshot. That is. Some of those people have negotiated salaries they will regret. That is corporate waste. (laughs) Maybe that's how many it takes to make it look like it's an actual site. Like they're all just writing questions (laughs) full time. Like I think I'm pro labor, but that is. Meet your quora quota. About 700 more people than I thought. Yeah, I think 740 more than I said. Craig, an anonymous corridor I would like to know. Do you think it's weird to have a crush on someone with your own surname? So if you, uh, 
in another in another life, we'll say, being is that you are uh, in in a, a happy relationship. That's right. Uh, if if you met someone, hit it off, and then found out her name was like I don't know, Anna Anna Gray. Right? What if it was E Y instead of A Y? See, I don't know. This is this is then I never talked to her. <laughs> um. I mean, it's certainly weird if you like her because of that. <laughs> yeah, then you're just Christian Bale and American Psycho. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's particularly weird. No? The heart wants what the heart wants, Spencer. That's true. What if uh, they had your first name? Now you're, you're not like... <laughs> I have met women with my name. Spencer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've yeah. met yeah. Uh, well, at least one. I don't think I could do it. I feel like I know a couple, a married couple that has the same first name. Get no, get it, Taylor. There. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. How? And they, so they have the same first and last name <laughs> because they're you know married or whatever. Just, wow. See, I wouldn't change it if it were me. In yeah, that situation. you gotta keep like, something. We, yeah. Like at, like at what point do you just wake up and your arms are fused together? Or you yeah. Know? Or you have to start doing the the first initial, middle initial. Last oh name. yeah. No, I'm Taylor F Brown. Yeah. Or just like, you know, T.F. Brown. Ooh, I know you're trying to bring that back, but that, that's you know, what I'm that saying. Works. All right, how about this? They have the same first name as your sister. Yeah. That one's tough. That one's tough. I couldn't do it. That one's tough. Never. For me, it's just a no. That's tough. Uh, yeah. There's got to be a real <laughs> connection there. That can't just be... Mm-mm. If you're on like a, 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 a like a dating app or something, and you yep. see that, you get you can't. Just, nope, you can't. Nope, you can't. Nope. So yeah, certainly a five weird if you're da- if you're interested because of the yeah, surname. If you're seeking them out, <laughs> uh, not close it's a, enough. It's I, a one point. I need there to be the thrill of possibility <laughs> that we're related. <laughs> <laughs> Just chasing that high. <laughs> Take, you take like a sample of her hair on the first time you meet or something. <laughs> have you ever done that? The uh, no, like, what? No, not I'm not. What? Have you ever done like the? <laughs> what else can you refer to? Like the ancestor, like you know where you swab oh, yourself oh. and you no, and you no, send it no. in. No, I never. I'm have. not asking you if you're stealing the that genetic the, material. That's the of thing women. that you had just said. Yeah, but obviously, I'm not talking <laughs> about that. Rewind it. You will hear yourself say. You take a sample of their hair at your first yes. date. Have you ever done that? That's, but obviously, that's <laughs> no, not, not obvious. <laughs> no part of it was obvious. Mm. So, right. what, what's your weird scale? Oh, for uh, so with with surname, uh, surname. We'll just say we'll assume they're not seeking it out. It's just you know God's will happened that way. Just how it shook out. Now, if you ever refer to it as a happy accident. That's no then good. that's weird. That's weird. Don't that's say weird. that. No Don't one wants say that. that. Nobody wants that. Um, but just all things, you know, being equal, if it's just how it turned out, it's not weird. You know, it just happens. I feel like we reached a very reasonable conclusion just now. I think so. Take that, Quora user. Yeah, suck it. What's his username? Anonymous. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll never know. Just tell everybody you need to suck <laughs> it. Eventually, you eventually. might get it right. Head to Quora headquarters. Tell everybody you see there typing furiously at a computer. 500 words per minute to suck it. You know what I think about when sometimes when we read these Quora things? What's that? It's like, what's, I forget what it's called, but like how, like, you know, everybody through like 
the six degrees or whatever. Ten people or, or whatever. Yeah. Like, there is a chain where you know this person. <laughs> There's a chain of people That's that upset. you can follow that you know this person. to essential Eugene. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I've got to say that one that said the back of my legs ache. Why is that? That's essentially Eugene. That's up there. Yeah. That's essentially That's Eugene. Yeah. <laughs> He's been doing this for a long time. <laughs> He's got a lot of practice. I think that's going to do it for us this week. I think so. If you'd like to write into the show, I, I'm not going to guess at your motives, but if you'd like to, if you, you want to that. tell us if it's weird. Yeah. Hey, go for Let it. Let us know. Uh, if, you, if you have any weird opinions on uh, <laughs> banging your child's head against the wall in front of a smiling police officer, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. I still don't know. Yeah, just <laughs> smiling and nodding like uh, it's a Robert Redford, Jeremiah Johnson. I don't think it's an Andy Griffith uh, in the intro to Andy Griffith. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, you can write us at uh, mailbox at neverbetter.show. I almost said mailbag when I said another, but I feel like everybody does mailbag. You know, every podcast has mailbag. Right. On mailbox. Mailbox. P.O. box. Yeah. Send a self-addressed stamped email <laughs> to mailbox at neverbetter.show or send us a Twitter DM for as long as Twitter continues to exist at neverbettercast, all one word. No punctuation. Not even a comma. Not even close. Thank you for listening. Never Better is produced by me. We are distributed by nobody and our Theme music is Schopenhauer in Berlin by Emperor X, but you knew that already. And I thought that, you were going to do um, oh, we'll Pagliacci. Oh, yeah. It was uh, Vesti La Juba from uh, Pagliacci, which people, I want to say something about that. People refer, because of Watchmen, people refer to clowns in general. Like, you know, there's like, oh, the, they'll refer to like the clown Pagliacci because it's the bit where Rorschach's talking about like, mm-hmm. a great joke. Man goes to the doctor, says he said. Doctor says, go see a great clown named Pagliacci. Pagliacci just means clowns. Yeah. The great clown named clowns <laughs> is what he's saying. But it's in Italian, so, you know, it's. But, like, the, the clown's name, the, the clown has a name in the opera. His name is Canio. It's Pagliacci. Rorschach did know that, I guess. Alan Moore probably did. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. You know what? I think we'll see you next week, everybody. See you next week. Adios. Goodbye. does a stained glass window cost how would i know where to begin to answer that one do you see any stained glass here over there that's not stained that's just like something i got in the art i mean it's not a window but it is stained glass it's made of stained glass it's stained just like colorful glass Uh, i do like the windows open though it's nice it's a nice evening i like that a lot of people are 
skittish. Very anti-windows uh, open. No, man. That's the I way to live. It. I have mine, like, when I'm upstairs at work. Cool it's, yeah, like, all this week. Had it open all day. Because you got to watch out for burglars. Yeah, true. With their suction cups climbing <laughs> up to the third story <laughs> of this building. Got to watch out for G. Gordon Liddy. Topical. I, I didn't get that one. Uh, Watergate break in. Oh. I thought you would have been all over that one. I mean, I'm aware of Watergate generally. I've been to the hotel many times. Uh Under what circumstances? Not many times. Mm. Just once. Uh, Just one evening. Like window cleaning. In 1973. Do you have a good Richard Nixon impersonation? Give me your best... uh, Give me something to say. um, You know, they've got to know their president's not a crook. They've got to know their president's not a crook. Yeah, that's what it is. It's really in the jowls. It is. You've got to shake your head around a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but like he didn't really do that. No, he did didn't. It? But at, at this point, why it's, does that become the? Well, like, why do we draw a heart shape like that? You know, that's not what our hearts look right. like, not really. But that's what it is. You know, at some point, you know, the uh, the signifier becomes more widely known than the actual thing. But he just didn't. The uh, the, the simulacrum. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Okay. Be more Baudrillard. Is that a word too? It's a name. Oh. It's a philosopher. Simulacra and simulation. Have you been watching that HBO uh, Watergate show? Is that out? I thought it was out. Just I, a, I don't know if it's out. Yeah. Woody Harrelson, though. <laughs> he is in there. I like Woody Harrelson. I assume uh, Stephen Root also bound to be in there because it's an HBO show. And he's like, I think he's just like contractually he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to be in it. You know his dad was a hitman, right? Oh, Woody Harrelson. Woody yeah. Harrelson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said Stephen Root. It's like, <laughs> him too? <laughs> That's how they bonded. 